0: Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Steve. In this special episode, we're going to be talking about the latest demonstration you did, which is by Renoir. Yes. The apple seller. That's right. right. It's the apple seller. So then, why did you choose to do this, Renoir? Well, I
1: tell you. Well, I wanted to do... another Remoir I've done a couple now as you know and they uh, have always gone down very well and I thought mm, I'll do another one but I did want to do the run of the mill one I, I love the remoirs with you know the um, with all, lots of characters in it but I thought that's going to be a little bit challenging so I looked through Renoir, and I must admit I'd never seen this one before the apple seller uh, and when I saw it, it immediately struck me that how attractive it was now Renoir is all about colour and he made all his characters really attractive too you know they, it was really and the whole thing came out and I, I thought that would look beautiful if you were to do that and put it on your wall you know it would, it would be command attention so that was what persuaded me and the other thing about it was, apart from the characters, you know, the couple of children and the mum and the apple seller herself with the little dog there, apart from those, it was very impressionistic, more so than anything else I've seen of his. So I thought, hey, this is a great challenge for me as well as, uh, you know, somebody wanting to see how it's done. And that's really how it came about. It was it was just the, the feeling i got when i saw it i thought this is the one to do um i, mean, I viewed a lot of his pictures and uh, but it was a challenge my goodness it was
0: you say it's a very impressionistic did that demand more of you to think about when you were doing it mm. like, do you think about how am i going to pull this off because it, it is at the time it was very impressionistic like to, compared to the other demonstrations you've Very done. much so, yeah. Yeah. So did it demand more of your attention and more of your concentration on how you would pull that off?
1: Well, when you're when you're copying something as a great an artist of remoir, you've either got to make a really good job of it or give up. And I I'm when I saw that I did wonder myself if I was going to be able to represent it as best I can. The other thing is, you can't you can't copy something like that exactly. So you have to sort of take it in, look at what you're meant to be doing, and then do your impression of the impression, if you see what I mean. And that. Demanded a lot from me, because I felt then that I had to build it up. I was working on the pastel mat paper, and people know by now if they've tried it. It's not easy to blend that, you know you've got to work at it, you've got to work the colours into the paper and blend it. So I had all of these things that i I did wonder, am I going to be able to pull it off on pastel mat paper? I've, the other pictures I've done of Renoir were on the Anggra, which is a lot easier. But no, and uh, but having done several of the pictures um, with the pastel mat now, the constable and the other pictures I've done, um, I was getting more familiar with it. So I thought, no, this is a good one, and it came off absolutely brilliant. I was really impressed with it. You can't really do something like that and expect people to say oh, you know, it's not as good as Rembrandt. Well, it won't be, it can't be, it's impossible. But I had an easier task because he would have made it up from his head and from the sketches he'd done. And I've had to, I, all I did, all I did was copy basically what he'd put down, his ideas. So that's how it all came about
0: the approach that you take compared to your realistic or realism pictures mm. how is the approach different to impressionistic pictures and what i mean by that is the techniques that you use the approach that you take mm. visualizing what you the end result when you have a realistic mm. you having done so many realism pictures mm. you know how to get to the end result mm. when you do something that's impressionistic how does your approach change
1: well, as you know, although I have done a lot of real, realism, when I do my trees particularly and water and skies to a certain extent, they're impressionistic. They, they demand you not to be too regimental, not to be too concise, not to be too, uh, you know, representative of what it is, if you tried to do a tree and tried to copy a tree exactly, it wouldn't work. You have to create it in a different way. Well, this is a similar approach to this. If I hadn't done all of that and, and, and hours and upon hours of work doing those kind of uh, subjects, I couldn't have done Impressionism. I did try. I remember years ago when I first started out in art... I looked at an impressionistic picture and I thought I can do that. <laughs> I got about halfway through it and realised it was it was absolute rubbish <laughs> because I thought impressionism all you do know, is slap a bit on here and slap a bit on there and it'll work. That doesn't work like that at all. You have to you have to create something very unique. So. Um, it didn't work then but of course now i've had a terrific amount of experience basic as i said on all the others the other thing of course i've done a lot of impressionistic backgrounds as you know uh, this is again it's another thing you, you know you can you have the ability to be able to to create an effect that's what you're doing you're creating an effect that uh, is pleasing to me and hopefully then it is pleasing to those watching it
0: so let's talk about the background because that background is very stylized isn't it that oh, that yeah, is not half. really um yes. so you talk talk talking about previous pictures you've done where the background is sort of not the main focus well mm. this one seems to be very prominently focused yes, doesn't right. it
1: especially as you come because it's not just a background it, it, it's a foreground as well you've got parts of the foreground that and i didn't i couldn't make a lot of it out even on his on his pictures but that didn't really worry me it was it was it was creating the color blends the color harmonies that were important that's that's that could have gone terribly wrong as you can imagine if you put one color against another color and it clashes yeah it would be, but all those colors worked now i had to invent a lot of that because i couldn't copy what he'd done exactly uh, but it did work and I got a path that leads back you know I looked at that and thought how am I going to create a path without actually drawing a path yeah uh, how am I going to create the bushes how am I going to take the trees make him look like trees without actually drawing a tree um, but I, I, I pulled it off and it's got to work within the characters who the characters themselves are more detailed. You know, you've got the eyes, nose, and whatever, and you've got the fingers, particularly. All of these things have to be done. You can't just put a, a blob here and a blob there for it. You have to create that, which is what he did, mm-hmm. Renoir did. He created the characters and then worked the background to fit into that uh, framework. It had to all mix together, which, as I say, this is why I, I was so pleased with this particular one.
0: The colours that you picked to create that blend, you picked from more ranges, right? Oh, yes. Was, the whole range of, of, of colours, yeah. 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 Um, so did you find that you just... Because when you pick a colour, you you don't generally go for the raw colour because you're putting base colours down. Mm. So when you look at all your colour selection, you think, I've got to create a similar harmony that he's got. Mm. with all of these colors what's going through which your mind you yeah. yeah what's going through your and, and, mind when you go i i just think it's amazing i mean obviously you're hugely experienced so it's easy like mm. it's still difficult but easier for you i would just be like where do i start which no, colors you see
1: you see you, you when i look in the cold light of day when i'm looking at it now i would wonder exactly the same how on earth did i do that when you're in the environment when you have your pencils there and you have your picture there and you have the commitment that you're going to do it and you have a rough sketch because that's all it was a rough sketch then you've got to fill it in you something else takes take you over i've told told you this many times before and i've broadcast it many times before something can't gets into you and you just relax and that's the important key the key to it is to relax relax having knowing that you can do it. All you need to do is to set your sights on one section at a time. You can't work the whole picture. You've just got a one section at a time, and you have. I've had got the, a lot of experience in blending colours. Now I know what colour goes with what colour and what colour I need underneath a colour. So I've had that experience, but it still comes down to, to picking pencils out of a whole selection of them. But they're all there. Um, I just get a... What I generally do is I put um, maybe 30 pencils out. That, that's, when I'm looking at a section, I think 30 pencils. Well, that it gives me the rough colour band. Then as I'm working on those colours, I think now I need a more subtle tone. I need a, um, a brighter tone. I need a stronger tone. I need something a little bit more dynamic. And I then choose and go to my reserve pencils if you like and find that exact color but how I do it is a mystery to me as well at this stage it's just instinctive Mm. but the key is to relax relax and enjoy yourself when you're doing it and I pulled it off Mm. but it 's only again, Steve. The other thing that um, I would bring bring up to you is that when you have uh, you 're copying the uh, great artist 's work you 've also got to copy their style, their brush strokes, or in my case my pencil strokes but i 've got to make my pencil strokes match the brush strokes, and that 's another thing that this this particular picture has. Um, a style to it if you look at all the brush strokes they all m- m- work out right you don't go across when you should go up when you should di- go diagonal these again or round and round you know you need to create the um, illusion if you like and it's got to be an illusion of brush strokes with the pencil or the color shaper, which helps enormously. I was
0: just going to say, is that is that what basically gives you that yes. effect, the brush straight? Because you're using the shaper as a brush. I,
1: I couldn't do it without the shaper, no. no so I the, couldn't have done that without the shaper.
0: That action of using the color shaper allows you to create that mm. illusion of the brush straight.
1: Yes, another thing, of course. You, you're When you're putting your pencil on the paper and you're creating the, the, the color band that you're looking for, know the greens and the blues and the yellows and to mix them together you're not actually mixing at this stage you're putting them in and when you use the blender that's when it all takes shape mm. so it's at that stage at the blending stage that it happens
0: mm. so when you're doing all these other pictures all, the, all of your previous catalog it's almost like you're training people to take on something more impressionistic
1: i would what do you know I'm. I'm a, an impressionistic at heart. I've always loved it. I've always professed I've loved it, and but you can't. You 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 can't take people straight into it. Yeah, it's impossible. You've got to learn, as I've said again many times. The great artists, Renoir, Monet, Manet, uh, Degas, etc., 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 etc. They could all draw, but no problem at all. They could draw. They could draw. Um, beautifully draughtsman-like. They then chose to not to be pinned down, if you like, by just drawing as the old masters. I mean, if you go back years, you go back a couple of hundred years ago, no one painted like this then. It was all um, exact... It was still an impression, but it was it was more it was more um, representative of what they were looking for and looking at. It was the impressionist in the sort of mid eighteen hundreds when it all started, and people were saying, "I've had enough of this. I want to do something. I want my own thing." And to start with, they weren't thought of very highly at all. It was only really in the, in the beginning of the of the nineteen hundreds when um, people started to see the beauty and the value of the impressionist i mean there were people before that that did like it and did buy their work but generally speaking it wasn't until the the, the early 1900s that the people started seeing it for what it actually was and that elevated the impressionists to what we know today and now it's a common but just say that um, To say it's easy, it's not easy to do. And you can't just say to somebody, I'm going to show you how to do an impressionist painting. This is why I usually take people from drawing a cat or a dog or whatever and doing it exactly, but then throw in every now and again a little bit of impressionism.
0: So the Barn Owl comes to mind, right? The Barn Owl, yeah. Simple background, very realistic picture. But those little grassy bits at the front... Yeah. What are they? Impressionist, like just—it's yeah. just that throw-in fluidity of mm. just that little one bit.
1: That's right. But what I've done with with this picture and with other pictures subsequent, you're going to see because we've got a lot lot in the pipeline. You're going to see more and more of the little impressionistic um, touches. This was. Apart from the little characters, as I said, mean, even the characters, I mean the faces are probably, and the, as I said, the fingers and so on are realistic, but everything else, the dresses aren't, you know the clothes aren't they're, they're all basically the representative of what you're looking at in the background, which as I say, I think this, this was a, a wonderful picture to actually choose for that uh, representation mm-hmm. but um, yes, I mean you're going to see more and more and more as time goes on and I, and i th- and we are seeing it we are seeing our members be- beginning to do this one of the pictures that we've done recently uh, is the galleon now if you if you like that was half impressionism wasn't it mm. and people have done it they've managed a it a lot of people have done it i know and it's and they've come up really well and they've said they were pleased with it it's kind of halfway it's getting towards it
0: yeah i only recognize now that you're guiding people slightly you have been in unintentionally or intentionally but through your work it's just it's not really been intentional it's just been your style but you can see the progression of your style through the the early pictures like i said the bar now and mm. the the real beginners stuff where you just have a little splash of it to then the landscapes the more complicated landscapes and really making people not making people but encouraging people through more difficult projects to be looser with their style until you get to something like these which is why we designed them is to be like an ultimate end goal yes um not that people people can jump to doing them now obviously but um Taking all of your experience and all of the years that you've been doing those pictures to now be doing these pictures is a progression for people to mm. head into that real impressionistic, fluid, yes, loose style.
1: Some and some, some and some. I think if you were doing a portrait, particularly the portrait that I've done, um, which we also released um, a week ago with the Victorian girl holding the flowers. Now that is again. If you look at the the, the 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 patience of of me being put putting those that face together, really very very precise. Even though, if you blew that up, and I suggest people do that, it does look a bit impressionistic, which has to be because that's what it is—an impression. Like you can't actually—I might as well put a photograph on there. But that that, and then it kept, and then it went down to the clothes, and they got a little bit more impressionistic, and the flowers very impressionistic, they weren't exact at all. and then when you got to the background, it was just all impressionism mm. so but it, it the whole thing looks great as you look at it, it's lovely the the, the, the girl um, with a bonnet and the hair the, all of that is hard to do, and it can only be done. If you take an impressionistic attitude to it rather than exact, if you tried to do every hair and try to put it in place, it would have looked absolutely awful, so I didn't do that so but you have a face that is virtually perfect, you have a hair which isn't and the bonnet which isn't, and the clothes which aren't particularly, but it still works, and this is what I'd like people to to try to to, to to start thinking about and doing, and they will if they follow my pictures and follow the things that I'm doing, start... You wouldn't expect someone to pick up a pencil and never have done it before to, to tackle something like this Renoir. Mm. They'd never get get it off the ground, wouldn't even be, know where to begin. Mm. But I'm hoping that uh, as time goes on, people will mm. do it. Not this, but others as well. We've got um, some great pictures coming up. I mean, no, you you've said to me fairly recently the the standard of the pictures and the quality of the pictures is just getting in another league and they are because i'm learning i'm, I'm in the same situation as of all mm. our all our listeners and uh, viewers and members they um i'm learning all the time and the more you do the more you understand
0: mm. i love that i love that let's end on that note because that's a really I think that wraps it up really nicely. Good. So that's really nice. Okay, thanks, Dad, for the insight into that picture. That's all right. Hope everyone enjoys doing it. And as always, give us your feedback. Let us know how you get on, what you think of it. And um, we look forward to doing another podcast on our next demonstration, probably in a couple of months' time. Lovely. Okay, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And
1: I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week.